Hello, hello, you're listening to another episode of Inside the Tech of System, a podcast where we'll bring you fun and insightful topics about tech and its ecosystem in Nigeria. You are joined by your favorite lazy hosts, Chuka and Emmanuel is on the other side of this recording. Hello, Emmanuel, what's up, man? Hey, guys. <laughs> Emmanuel, what's good now? What's good now? What's good? I've not recorded in so long and half of it is your not- fault. Not what? <laughs> not so long. Not so long. It's been like Are you sure? two weeks, perhaps two weeks. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> That's still so long. Before three weeks, before three weeks ago, we are not recording in so long as well. So, yeah. uh, basically, this episode is about our tardiness. Yes. Yes. Nice. And um, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, recently we've actually been having some trouble recording and keeping up to schedule just like we initially started like we had a lot of consistency when we initially started and we even had listeners tell us oh more you guys are so consistent like because we're always dropping episodes when we say we'll drop it even when we're not in the mood we'll always drop but then 2021 happened and there were some changes in some people's lives career-wise and some other wises Emmanuel, am I right? (laughs) 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 And so, not only did our consistency drop, but some other things actually dropped, like productivity as well. But, but, listen to this. We've actually been trying so hard to get back in shape. And yeah, we decided, why not just make an episode out of it? it. Talk about Mm. our... A problem shared, a problem solved. Exactly, half solved, Emmanuel. Not not solved, half solved. Well, and that's what's better. Share my problems. Share my problems. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for you though, for you though. I think I think Bella should actually write a book. I don't know. Yes, I'm of the opinion <laughs> that I should write a book. I tweeted, I tweeted, life now dies 50-50 and someone was questioning me. I said, how dare you question? Be- Do you know who he is? <laughs> so yeah, um, today we'll just be talking about, you know, stuff that we've tried that hasn't actually worked. Uh, some things that have worked. Emmanuel usually has a lot of gems when he's talking about productivity. So I think he's actually going to talk about a lot of things here. I hope I hope I don't disappoint you guys. Yeah, don't worry. He won't. He won't. He never disappoints. He never disappoints. Okay, so, uh, I guess we can just hit it off now. So E, All right? Can you like uh, tell us a little bit about how you know planning scheduling has been this year? Because I mean, I think this was when we actually started missing our regular publishing dates and yeah. that was kind of unusual when we started last year. yeah we'd like to hear it okay so i'm talking about productivity in general right yeah okay so productivity is i think that's become a buzzword or should i say it has become more popular nowadays because you know things are becoming or having so many more things to do and like exactly. time has not yeah. changed right so like in the past mm-hmm. like for instance when we we're in school um most of our schedule was going to class and then playing or doing assignments so like we had little to do 
and time was, for instance, time was 24 hours. In today's world, we have a lot more to do, but time is still 24 hours. So now it requires you to be more efficient with your use of time. Now, so in today's world, it's kind of like um, productivity is more, it has more appeal now than it has ever been. Like in the past, people didn't need to be, in quotes, productive. They just needed to do what they needed to do, and it worked. But in today's mm. world, you have a thousand things to do. So you have to be very efficient with the way you use it. So in general, productivity has become something even even students are, are now taking more serious. Because now as a student, it's kind of, it's like, even as a student, people are already looking for jobs. People are already doing a lot. So things have changed. Like, we just have to be real with, with it. Like, a lot has changed. We have a lot more to do. Like, there was this article I was reading. Um, the person was talking about how, like, the world is changing really fast. And technology promised us, like, this utopia where we just have so much time. Because all the robots have automated everything. So, all we have to do is have fun. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. like, it created something almost opposite. Where now you have a lot more to do. You have more emails to attend to. You have more documents to create. You have more things to check off your to-do list. Your to-do list is yeah. becoming endless. You have so many, yeah. many things that you want to learn, you want to achieve this short life. This 50-50 life that is dice. <laughs> so, it's kind of like, so it's kind of like a paradox where you, you think that by doing a lot, for instance, today, tomorrow will be free. Unfortunately, tomorrow comes with its own with his own um, issues. Just like how Jesus said that, like, let's, like, live your life such that, like, tomorrow has its own troubles, so you don't have to think about yeah. the troubles of tomorrow. Unfortunately, in yeah. today's world, like, we are burdening ourselves with so much um, anxiety and so much, um, so many things. You know, like, in the past, I would always make references to the past because that's how we can really understand what the challenge is. Right? So, in the past, like, you only had to compete with people in your community, people in your class, people in your set, people in like smaller groups. But in today's yeah. world, we are kind of like exposed to the global stage. So today, yeah. maybe you just finished learning a skill and then your first attempt to work, to use the skill is to compete with somebody in Russia who has been working on, who has been holding his skills for years. You get, um, so now we have a very large um, competition base. So it means there's more expectations and there's more consequences of failure. So there are so many things that we have to do and we're competing against people that are really, really good. Also competing against um, robots sometimes, you know. So there's a lot of things that are, that are fighting for, for space in this, like, in this modern age. Modern age is supposed to yeah. be a time where people just play games, you know, you order food, things to just be smooth. Unfortunately, it's not like that. Like we have, it's almost as if we have less time. So productivity has become really important. I said I had to say all that before because, like a lot of people, yeah. some people still don't understand how important it is to be productive yeah. and how scheduling and all these things are very important. Because we usually assume that only people that have jobs should have a schedule. Because I mean, they have jobs, but you forget that if if you take out um the eight hours or nine hours that you spend at your workplace you see how how many hours in the day you have about 15 hours abi i'm not in yeah. lagos so oh, yeah, yeah so lagos <laughs> is a different lagos is another specimen we need to even study so let's say lagos can take let's say take, lagos takes four hours of your time 
as per arguing with bus conductor, trans, um, traffic, all those kind of things. Mm. All that can actually take up to four hours of your day, right? So now you're left with 11 hours. Even if, so that means even if you're not working, you still have so many hours of the day. And regardless, whether you're a working class person, a student, or you don't have a job, whatever you're doing, you still have so much time. And as you are, you still have so, much, so many expectations for yourself. So there was something I read somewhere. Person was like, if you don't plan your day, then like you may not be able to achieve much and you always blame yourself because you feel like you're not doing enough. Like if you don't have something planned out. Yeah, I, I remember now. It's this guy that wrote this book called Hope. So he's kind of like an advocate against um let's say the social media giants or tech companies that are kind of like profiting off um Is it um, Carl Newport? No. It's I think N Y A L. I'm not pronounce his name. Uh, okay. Uh, you I think you you know him, you just don't know his face. He can newport uh, um um atomic habits author and some other guys that are kind of like in the same circle. So uh, so he was talking about the fact that so is the guy that wrote that talks about um being indistractable, right? So uh-huh. he said like the opposite of distraction is not focus. It's actually um traction. Right? So both of them contain the word action. So distraction is when you're doing what you're not supposed to do, what you didn't intend to do. While traction is doing what you intend to do. So when you don't plan your day, for instance, you do distraction. Everything else will be distraction. You get. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 that. So productivity has become important and it's just very like essential for us to take it more serious. So I think we could just, mm-hmm. you know, chat a little bit around it. How uh how I do my own productivity, how you do your own, how oh, the okay. ones that have failed, the ones that have not, the ones that have succeeded, the current reality <laughs> of being a Nigerian, you know, everything <laughs> mixed together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like just a general conversation anyway. Yeah, definitely. And then, and then I guess we could kind of talk about how we're trying to make the podcast better and more, you know, consistent yeah. because sure. past couple of weeks we've planned to record and to release an episode but that didn't really go well. So yeah. I mean well yeah okay I think we still have about ten minutes. Yeah. Okay so, so yeah how do you how do you how do you you tackle productivity? When you say tackle it's it throws me off <laughs> <laughs> So, let me just try and answer it the way I understand. So, I'll assume that what you mean is, how do I become more productive or what do I do to be more productive, right? Yeah, how, like, how do you know, okay, Emmanuel, you had a good day today, you achieved stuff you actually wanted to do? Yeah, that one is pretty simple. Being productive, like, how do you know you're productive is when you have a bunch of goals and you achieve them, right? Okay. You achieve them on time. Because that's also important. Oh. Okay. So how I I actually started this whole productivity thing unknowingly since my secondary school. Like when I was in secondary school, I used to have like checklists. I used to write a lot. I used to journal sometimes. I used to like I was kind of conscious of how I spent my time. So 
He really started as writing list. You know, when, I don't know if he did this, but when I was in secondary school, like when I was in primary school, my siblings, my older, my older siblings, they used to have a list of things to buy when they are going to school. So they would yeah. write, oh, I want to buy two bags. I want to buy two books. So I really enjoyed, I liked it. So even me, when I was in primary school, I will write it. I will now write my own. I will say, I want to buy two socks. I want to buy textbook. I want to buy this. So that habit followed us to secondary school. So every time we want to, uh, we're about to go to school, because it was a boarding school, we would write lists mm-hmm. in quotes. So all of us in my family were actually used to writing lists. We we'll write lists, even if we know that our parents will slash it in half and we'll buy <laughs> only two things. <laughs> so that followed me, and I continued doing it. So when I was in, then when I got to, when I was getting closer to senior class, at that time, I think I was already saving up money. Like whenever, you know, all those big, big uncles and all these aunties that come and drop money, you keep and, you know, you save towards something. So at that point, I was already having a little bit of money. Let's say, highest, 1,000 Naira or 2,000 Naira. But that time, yeah, that money was what? actually, that money was enough to actually buy clothes. Enough clothes. Yeah, you were so, balling, oh. Huh? What? Which balling? Are you okay? 2,000 Naira. <laughs> yeah, send funds, please. Nah, so, <laughs> so those times, yeah. I will now write things I want to buy. And as a guy at that time, I, I was a gamer. I liked playing games. So I'll write, okay, I want to buy God of War CD. I want to buy this. I want to buy that. I'll write it. So that followed me into school. So when I got to senior class, I became a little more serious with school. Not like I wasn't serious in junior school, but in senior school was like the subjects were more interesting because now we focused on either science, art, or commercial. And I mean, I love science. so. I was very um, meticulous with everything. Yes, I'm still a nerd and I'm a proud nerd. <laughs> so I used to I used to write down things like math. I'll write, okay, I want to learn this topic today by 4 p.m. After 4 p.m., I'll go and play sports. After sports, I'll do this, wow. do that. So that followed me up until university. University was even worse. I was designing my days. Like, you, I would spend like two hours designing my week, literally. Wow. I'll write, I still have my notes in my boxes. I'll have times when I'll just write, okay, 8 a.m., 5 a.m., wake up. I'll even put 5 to 5, 05, stand up, go to the go and brush. Wow. So I was very, I was very meticulous with those kind of things. And then after graduating and getting a job, I continued. But over time, what I've learned is people, because of failing at some productivity tools or productivity tips, kind of like throw the bag out of the water, right? Or is it, you know, throw the cart. I don't know what statements I'm supposed to make, but it's more like throw <laughs> the whole idea because part of it didn't work. So yeah. what I've learned over time is that some of these productivity tools are time-based and are situational and they, are, they follow culture. So if they stop working, it's not that in of itself is bad. What happens is things have changed. Like, you can't use, for instance, in the 90s, they were using PA machines. Or is it PDAs? Mm-hmm. All these black and white um, devices where you just enter stuff, <coughs> right? Yeah. It was um, working in the, ni- in the 90s. Okay. PDAs, yeah. But today, people are using apps. People are using um, different kind of checklist apps, to-do list apps, right? Yeah. After a while, to-do list apps may fail. Maybe... In the future is calendar or more like google calendar <laughs> right so <laughs> it's just important to disassociate 
the productivity tool or productivity hack away from yourself, right? So this productivity tool failed today doesn't mean it's always going to fail. You know, people have this idea when they come up with something new, they'll be like, oh, everything else has been bad. Everything else has been, you know, failing. So therefore, this new shiny oh. thing is the is the main thing. But after a while, the news, the so-called new shiny thing stopped working. There was a time I was very okay with writing down on my paper. You know, after a while, I realized that this thing wasn't working. I started um, putting things on my phone. After a while, I think when we were doing our internship together, we were using one app called Is It To Do Is. No, not To Do Is. Any Do. Any To Do. Any Do. Any Do worked for yeah, a while. Yeah, I introduced you to that. But, but I after a while, I went, to ah, to do. ah, man, if you're OG, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Me, but Any Do stopped working. After a while, I started, I went back to Google Keep. After Google Keep, I moved to another thing. I moved to Apple Notes. I'm, after Apple Note, I realized that I was missing some particular items every day because they were there were so many items on the to-do list that some were down and I never saw them again. So I switched to wow. something else. I started writing on paper again. Even like last month, I started writing on paper again. So these things cannot last forever. You just need to be evolving with the changes. There was a time when mm-hmm. I used to paste things on my wall. I'll put the to-do list there, you know, so I'll re- remember. After one week, I get like I become numb to it. I stop noticing the to do list. You get so mm. all this shows that we are human. <laughs> one one thing is one thing is the problem. The fact that we are mm. human means that we have we can we have weaknesses. We have tendencies to, you know, miss out on some things and get used to things. It's just like relationships, like with people, like you and your friend, for instance. The first time you guys meet, you guys play sports. You guys enjoy it. Well, after playing for five years straight, you get this, you know, routine feeling that, oh, you just just going to play. You don't have that same excitement. Yeah. So it's the same thing with productivity tools. After a while, they, you get, they get worn out. You need to change them. You need to find something else to do. Like, I read Atomic Habits, for instance. It was very transformational. It was very lovely. But today, I don't really remember some of the things in the book, <laughs> right? <laughs> now, I may still need to go and reread the book. And get another yeah. set of, you know, another schedule, right? There was a time I mm. started using Google Calendar. That worked perfectly for a particular period. I scheduled everything from Monday to Friday on my Google Calendar. But the problem I was that... I don't think I could after... use Google Calendar, though. <laughs> yeah. The problem I, I was that... it's too... Like, it should just be too much for me. It will, it will Ex- trigger my anxiety. That was exactly <laughs> the problem. After weeks, <laughs> I noticed that I was failing in a particular, like in a set of items that I was supposed to be doing. And Google Calendar don't care about my feelings now. I'll just be <laughs> getting notified. The next thing here is ah, notification, do this. And because you keep missing the same thing over and over again, you start feeling like you failed. And I was talking with Trick at the other time. I've mentioned this thing to like a couple of people, but it's really important that I say it on the podcast so that more people can hear. So if you have an item or a, a recurring to-do item and it's monthly, if you miss three months, right, which means you only miss three times. Yeah. But if you're doing, you're doing the item daily, right, and you miss, for yeah. instance, you miss seven days, 
what happens you miss seven times every day like consistently you miss seven times there's no time for you to recover from your failure like there may be time but it may not be enough for for a monthly task you have 29 days to recover from your from your last failure but if you do something every day it's very hard to recover on time you get so what happens is you start feeling bad okay i was supposed to i was supposed to read today i didn't read then tomorrow again i didn't read next tomorrow i didn't read after you go through the first the first um set of emotions of feeling bad you now become resentful and then you totally ignore the item and say i'm not doing it anymore mm. i'm not doing it anymore right come so instead down. of you exactly so instead of you kind of like creating this robotic tight schedule you'll be more mm. flexible with yourself at mm. first when i anytime i like learning new productivity item i always bombard myself oh okay this time around, I'm motivated. I'm going to do this. One of the first to-do lists I ever created did not include eating, did not include having my bath, did not include <laughs> going out, did not include some of those mundane things. But yeah. well, they scattered my schedule. Yes, they scattered my schedule because now I was supposed to be reading by 9 a.m., but hunger is wiring me. <laughs> I'll not go. I'll yeah. eat. After eating, you feel heavy. You now want to rest. You rest. Two hours has passed. Now you start blaming yourself. But if you had a time where you planned already that, okay, from 9 to 9.30, I'm supposed to go and look for food, as Fika will say. <laughs> I'm supposed to go and look for food. Right? Actually, in Lagos, people actually say it. I'm going to look for food. I don't know how that makes sense, but I think we actually Bro, look for food. Bro, actually, it's actually very logical. Trust me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so, that's the thing. Like, your to-do list should is is you're, you're not meant for your to-do list. Your to-do list is meant for you. So yeah. another article I read that was really stuff. exactly one of the greatest articles. I'll say greatest because it really just shifted my perspective. Was when I read about like using your uh, your schedule as like an energy management system. So yeah. that article was morning, too long. I think you sent it to me. I couldn't finish yeah. it. I couldn't uh, finish it in one signature. I, I, I read it for like days. Yeah. So, you have, like, time management is energy management. For a computer, you can schedule, okay, 8 to 5, send uh, email to this person, 9 to this, do that. Computer is constant. You always do it, unless maybe there's outage or something. But human beings, if you tell somebody to do something for 5 hours in the morning, and say, okay, once it's 12 o'clock, start another round. The person will probably die. <laughs> so, <laughs> energy levels are very important when you're planning your um, schedule. You need to consider it, like, very well. If you're, if you're the type that gets um, tired easily, then it means putting items in the afternoon, putting um, tasking items in the afternoon will be very bad for you because by that mm. time, you're already gone. Like, somebody said something that is very striking and painful. He said, like, in a day, in a full day, you only have two productive hours. That's very painful to know. And wow. it's true. Most times oh, it's true. Oh, in a full day, Out of 24. 24 hours, you only have two productive hours. So, yo, what am I no doing during many times? No you way, get? yo. <laughs> so, 
if you're scheduling and you have that in mind, for instance, you would probably put the most important thing to do on that particular two hours. All right. Mm. So I've said a lot of things. So how, I've gone how do you left, know? How do you right. know? How do you know? How do you know what two hours? Like, how do you study yourself to that extent? Because sometimes for me, uh, I feel like my two hours can come. Sometimes it's to come in the night. Sometimes it's to come early in the morning. <laughs> like, so mm-hmm. I, are you saying you just have to, or sometimes things just change like that and you just have to evolve over time? Yes. You have to find a way to balance things and you have to learn how to calculate or learn how to um study yourself. So, you know, we always have this illusion that we know ourselves very well. But if you actually sit down and actually calculate how much you spend on something, you'll be surprised how wrong you've always been estimating. So if you spend some time to create like a framework for calculating how much mm. time you spend and when your energy levels are the most, like for instance, maybe you're a programmer or you develop an engineer, unquote. <laughs> you know how developers call themselves software engineers? I actually do that. I'm a software engineer. Are you not part of the... <laughs> Yeah, I'm the one that started the gang. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know how we um have this app that tracks how much time we spend coding? Check mm-hmm. your check your tracker. Look at the times when you spend like check like your should I say your um grouping. What time mm-hmm. is your highest point? Just find out. You'll be shocked. You think maybe it's in the midnight or in the morning. You may not know what exactly time is. Find your time. Find your let's say your your flow when you have your highest flow right yeah. then specify the biggest task for those periods so that way yeah. once you are done with that task you're not afraid you're no more guilty you're no more feeling guilty about how you didn't complete anything so i think yeah, yeah. and i just want work. to say something i just want to say something to you i just want to say something um especially for you know, this can apply to anybody in the tech process. But, I mean, um, I'm more used to developers. I'm going to experience it for developers. You'll be shocked how much time you don't spend coding. <laughs> Trust me. Honestly. Let me tell you. You install software.com, right? Let me. No, no, no. It's not about that. It's about, um, like, when you do a job where you have to get paid per hour. Yes. Oh, you, yeah. Yes. Yes, <laughs> when you when you have that to get paid by the hour, <laughs> by the hour you get, by the hour you spend coding. Yes, actually, it is me. Emmanuel's right. Yeah, that that's me. I've been there, been there, done that. Where you have to get paid by the hour you spend coding, and not just not just typing keyboard, not fixing bugs, not researching. I mean, actual coding that is going to lead to solutions. You actually be very surprised how much time you do not spend coding. You actually yeah. be very very surprised. So if you want to if you want to be a little bit humble, try and get a job where they actually pay you per hour. And that per hour is by <laughs> feature. Like, okay, did, did you fix this? Did you humble. do this feature? Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> do you do this feature? Yes. Okay, where's your pull request? Where is this? Where is that? And by the time you start getting paid by the hour, and if it's if it's if it's in fact, trust me, it may not be it may not really be attractive anymore. Coding may yeah. not really be attractive. So, yeah, Top Imani Top actually has coding a point. Is, coding is always attractive. It's the prettiest lady. Yeah, I get, get out of it. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, Imani actually makes some very, very good points. And, like, energy management is, is yeah. something that we should actually look more into. I think, I think, well, I think what we can do, 
I think what we can do to really help people is maybe we're going to send a newsletter to contain all my thoughts about productivity and some of the things yeah. I've learned so far, some of the things Pika yeah. has learned so far, some of the things I've learned so yeah. far, articles that we've read that have really helped us and stuff like that. Because these things are evolving. Every time we need to get something new, we can't stay stagnant. So, yeah. And that means if you are not part of the newsletter gang, uh, we're very You're sorry. You're missing out. Missing out. Yes, you are. But like, you notes. can always subscribe. I mean, there's always a link sure. on every sure. single one of these podcast episodes. Emari took a lot of time explaining what works for him. So I'm probably not going to do that at all. Right? Ah. Uh, <laughs> and he actually, he actually mentioned a lot of things that, I mean, I use as well. But um, I guess for me, eh, like, one of the most important things, right, which a lot of us actually underestimate, a checklist. And Emmanuel, that was the first thing Emmanuel mentioned, right? Yeah. And it's so funny. Like, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so attached to te- checklists that if I start my day without one, I can be completely paralyzed. Like, I will just be going in seconds. <laughs> because, because paralyzed. if someone should ask me, okay, Chuka, what do you want to do today? I cannot actually point it out because I don't have, I oh, literally mom. don't have a plan. I just have big ideas in my mind. Like, Sometimes oh, I want to do this, but I also want to do this, but I also want to do this. I've mentioned like three things and guess what? I end up not doing any one of them because, yeah. <laughs> because I did not explicitly write down things. So, one thing that really, really works, and I mean, it should be a given, right? But not a lot mm-hmm. of people use it or not a lot of people think about it, but yeah. actually checklist. In any right, way so. or in any manner that you can create one, like if you were thinking of, you know, starting a day or like or doing something particular, like checklists could actually really, 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 really be helpful. Yeah. yeah. That's just me. I'm done. Emmanuel can take over from there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was watching a YouTube video about um checklists and then the guy explained how like there's actual mad research on checklists and how they are scientifically proven to work. So, you gave examples of industries that use checklists. Industries like the military, industries like the aerospace, industries like the medical field. Like, they have checklists. For instance, if you want to operate a patient, there's a checklist. So, checklists remove the cognitive load of you thinking about or remembering what to do. And, like, there's a checklist for almost everything in those industries. So, why don't we have checklists for ourselves? Like, you want to go out, but but you're, you're reasoning, okay. And what did I forget? What did I forget? What yeah. you have and then a checklist? you get to the bus stop and be like, oh, damn, exactly. my phone, my charger. Like, there's, there's this thing, when we used to go to secondary school then, like, when we used to go, when we used to travel back to school, like, one of us, you would usually forget something. But imagine we had a checklist. Okay, these are the items we're not supposed to forget. And we just check the checklist. No point intended. You check the checklist, and then you ensure <laughs> that you didn't forget anything. Yo, so you get can have, out. Just get out, man. <laughs> you can have checklists for everything. I have a checklist for what happens when I change a PC. I have a checklist for when I'm going out. I have a checklist when I'm going to the office. I have a checklist for everything. So, like, I don't need to Yo. remember manually. Yo, when you change a PC is the worst thing, man. Like, the setting like, up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The pain. You forget Oh, my goodness. Like, your SSH keys. Your, uh, your, God, so many you. things, man. I'm, I'm anyway, let's, let's, not, let's not geek too much about it here. <laughs> okay, okay, let's just round up this episode because it was actually supposed to be a sprint, but like, I mean, we're already far above yeah. a sprint episode. Okay, so, um, 
um, I just want, we just want to talk about what we did when we first started the podcast because I've had a couple of people coming to me saying, "Oh my God, you guys are like the fact that you guys always release an episode when it's due and stuff." And I think we kind of broke our streak. I think sometime in December. Remember, remember, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I think that's the first time we broke our streak. So imagine yeah. we started the podcast in July and then July, August, September. Uh, we tried. So I think the first. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah we actually did. <laughs> we actually did. So I think we just was, I just want to talk a little bit about our experience when we first started it and why or how we tried to stay consistent. And then after that, um, I think Emmanuel will just talk about why we've not actually really been consistent lately and um, how we're trying to get back on track. Okay, so when we initially started, Emmanuel is someone that usually has big goals for some reason. It's very annoying. <laughs> it's very annoying. He goes, he goes, yo, guy, we can do five episodes. We can record five episodes today. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm just like, who is this guy talking to? Because it definitely isn't me, right? So... It usually goes, guy, we can record five episodes today. Guy, how about we try recording five episodes this week and then we can start publishing one by one. And you know, you know the funny thing about usually the funny thing about having big goals like that is it kind of puts cognitive pressure on you because in your mind you are now thinking, okay, we have to do five episodes, right? And guess what? Instead of doing five episodes, we may not end up doing five episodes, obviously. But we may end up doing two or three. Do you understand? And then it's so funny yeah. because because if you planned, okay, let's do one episode, you end up doing one episode. Sometimes you may not even end up recording. If you plan, <laughs> let's do two episodes. <laughs> yes, it's actually the truth. It has happened to us. It has been happened to us recently. If you plan, let's do two episodes, you may end up doing just one episode at the end of the day. So... That's, I think that um, chasing big goals thing, it actually kind of puts a lot of pressure on us to release episode because, I mean, after a while, at first, we first struggled with having what to talk about next, right? But then Emmanuel yeah. now came up with a plan. It, to be honest, guys, most of the consistency thing that we did last year was all Emmanuel. Oh, so Benny. I know I, ne- oh, Benny, I, know I never give him credit on this podcast, but... <laughs> But today, I'm just going to do that. So, um, we first struggled with having what to talk about next. Before Emmanuel came up with a plan that, okay, what if we had, like, um, an idea checklist as well? You see you see where checklist coming again? Then, would try, would any idea we have, we'll just add it there. Then, you know, um, after a while, we can record multiple episodes on days. Then, after that, we don't have to really worry about oh like when it's time to publish we don't feel that pressure that oh we have to publish what do we have we have nothing right so we just try to do that and then i think um after a while it started going on smoothly but at first trust me it was a struggle so yeah and then me being the lazy person i am on some days we'll try to record or we'll try to publish and then i'll start bringing up excuses that, and that's something that Emmanuel hates, like, because the funny thing about excuses is that half of the time, let us be honest, they don't actually matter. Yeah. <laughs> if we're being honest with ourselves, they don't actually matter. And the 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 thing that will actually save us most time is we have to actually 
tell ourselves that, like, see, these things don't, they don't matter because if you bring up excuses, if I bring up, if I brought up excuses, then Emmanuel will bring up a counter excuse that, okay, have you tried this? And I'll be like, no. He'll be like, okay, so why are you, why are you complaining, right? <laughs> so, yeah, basically, it was, it was, it was, um, it was a lot of pushback on my side, but Emmanuel kept hammering some of the most important aspects of the podcast. Guys, Tuka will not say this to me, oh, personally. Like, like, guys, this is the last time you ever hear this. It's never coming out of my mouth again. <laughs> Don't worry, another episode so, you yeah. confessing again. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's actually how we tried, you know, for the first half when we eventually started. So now Emmanuel is about to confess why. Well, you know, we've been. I don't think it's fair. In a way, I don't think it's fair for me to be done. Anyways, I, I'll I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> So, um, when we first started, obviously, the original initial ginger, yeah, that's normal. Everybody has it. Then, what happened was, we actually had a lot of plans. Like, we planned well before we started the podcast, but obviously, yeah. you can't plan everything. So, we started yeah. facing challenges, and then we solved some of them. But now, we have new kinds of challenges. I mm-hmm. have a lot more to do at work now, and also, mm-hmm. Chuka, like, has a lot more responsibility. So, like we have less time. Like last year or twenty yeah, I think last year, like I had a lot of free time to be able to do some things. I could even record in the morning yeah. during weekdays sometimes. Yeah. But now like my whole nine to five is now really nine to five. So He can't so believe it, guys. He thought it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have a lot more to do. So now I really have to rely on having a good schedule. And most times mm. it doesn't really be working because Maybe when I'm ready, Chuka isn't ready. So we just need to, like, whenever we have um, such breakdowns, like, sometimes it results in fights. <laughs> so mm, yeah, so one like, of the things know, that, the guys, main thing is that, like, we, we haven't been able to mitigate these extra responsibilities that have come. Like, now we have less than, we have less time, less free time, and we just need to find a way to, you know, slot in, Plotting what we have to do, basically. That's that's what's going mm. on right now. Last year, we had challenges. We solved them. This year, we have bigger challenges. We just have to find a way to solve them because our listeners matter and we know that we're adding value and, you know, that's mm. what keeps us going. Like, a lot of us will say, if what you're doing is very important, like, you do it regardless of what your what challenges you're facing. Yeah, so basically, everyone, that's... That's pretty That's much it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And the, this episode was, we were trying to shed more light on what productivity looks like for us. This episode was you know. supposed to be screened to now we've entered for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. If, we're pro- if you were promised it's my fault, a sprint my fault episode. I kept on talking. Yes. Yeah. Imano was basically writing a book, he was dropping an album. We have no idea why. We were promised a sprint episode at the beginning of this episode. We're very sorry that we ended up taking this long, but we do hope every single one of you listening learned a thing or two. You know, took a little bit of you know all the little gems we dropped here and there. So yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. You're awesome. We all know this. Yep. Yep. So yeah, we keep. We hope to keep rooting for us in some way, and yeah, we keep producing and adding value and like oh yeah thank you so much.
thank you so much for listening to this episode remember we release new episodes every other wednesday and you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast whether that's apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, or spotify if you would love to connect with us you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Inside the Techos or subscribe to our newsletter and shoot us an email at insidethecosystem at gmail.com. We love hearing from our listeners. You can follow the host on Twitter as well, uh, Chuka at CYDOGO and Imano at Olalua underscore 98. All right, see you in the next one. Bye.